0: This is ninety three seven. The Ticket. Look at me short. Sure. Look at me short. Sure. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch. All alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn will get it to the 24-yard line. Of- Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is for Sean Jackson.
1: Ah, yeah! Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Part-time lover. Okay, Nick, there it is. There it is, Nick. Come on, Nick. <laughs> we got Nick this. Come on, Nick. He worked on that all yeah. last night. That's all no I did. Nick. I went. I got
0: home at 10 right p.m. There. This is all I did. He worked on Stared in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. watching. yeah. yeah. Come on, Nick. That apartment <laughs> is hilarious. Wake up. Uh,
2: <laughs> I hope you guys are on the Sarder Heyman Live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You need to see it. Wake uh, up. Huh? You need to see it. It's exceptional. Get your texters ready. 402-464-5685, the Sarder Heyman text line. You can call in if you have questions, comments, thoughts. That you want to share on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. You can do that. Let's bring him in and I'll get out of the way. He is three-time national champion and former Husker football captain, Rashawn Jackson. Sir,
1: what's up? Man, uh, I'm just glad to be here. I woke (laughs) up. I ate my Wheaties. The Wheaties from 1997 with Coach Osborne on the box. Uh I don't know if I just messed up a whole bunch of money, but I ate the box of Wheaties, <laughs> and I feel good about the box of Wheaties I ate too, man. Two stuff. I feel like I can go and play for you, one series. You, just, <laughs> ate you yeah. just ate a grand. You just ate a grand. You just ate a $1,000. It's kind of, listen, my buddy of mine was cleaning him and his old lady was cleaning their house out, and they're throwing all this stuff over, and I'm like, you know what? I'm looking in, I'm like, let me go dumpster diving for a minute. So I go dumpster diving. The first thing I find is a Wheaties box with Coach Osborne on it from 1997, not even opened.
2: And and please tell me you really didn't <laughs> eat it. Absolutely I not. Oh, God.
1: I just look
3: like this. I'm pretty smart. <laughs> oh man,
2: I was going to do that. I I was going to have to no. make another phone call. <laughs> Listen. I <was> gonna make- <laughs> just a second. Yeah. I'm keeping
1: yeah. that until the wheels fall off. Okay? Okay. okay. All
2: right. So what what other Husker? <laughs> national championship career-type
1: goodies do you have? Oh, gosh, man. I Let's can't. go through. Listen, so I've got so – Let's go through. i got a Brooke Beringer. Okay. Okay, my buddy, my locker mate. I got a Brooke Um I did not poster. know that he was your locker mate. He was. Really? But it was the great contrast, yes. He would come in with cowboy boots on. And, How are you burying the, in the lead, city. man? Mm-hmm. You buried the lead. What? Uh, yeah. I got – a t-
2: couple of friends. I had a couple. Okay, now, so let's talk. I mean, before we talk about anything, let's talk about Brooke Beringer. That's, your, that's your, Yeah. He
1: was, he was, Brooke Beringer, he was one of the smoothest country boys I know. He was, but, but he could deal with the brothers. He could deal with, he could deal with all, all aspects. He could hold his own. I would come in and crow on his, his, his cowboy boots and his hat. And then he would crow on me, talking about, oh, you still wearing those Nikes? I'm like yeah,
2: your Osborne bro- box is worth a hundred bucks,
1: is what I'm told. Really? That's all? Hundred bucks? Yikes!
0: It's worth more to me. I likes. would never sell it for
1: hundred
2: bucks. Well, then just put I'm just put
1: that even
0: worth Nick, all I'm going to say is if you were about, if I found out that you ate it. You were gonna have to find a new producer. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would have been. I would have been out. Yeah, so we would have wrapped that up. Yeah. We would have fired me immediately. We, we would have went satellite for eleven to two. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, but Brook was, was was the ultimate competitor. You got to think about what he did. You know, playing behind uh, uh, Tommy, and then and actually being just as good as Tommy. I mean, in a different in this offense that we run right now, Brooke Branger would be all world. And that's saying a lot that he was just as good as Tommy Frey. Oh, absolutely, man. Brooke – because Brooke, Brooke was a better passer than Tommy. I mean, let's just just call Spade a Spade. Brooke could throw the ball a little bit – around a little bit better than Tommy could. He was six five, so he could see over those big old pipeline, you know, those hogs up front. And so, he was just a great quarterback that we never got a chance – I remember when I got the call – I didn't even get a call. I was in Omaha and – so one of my friends pulled up on me and was like, "Hey, did you hear about uh one of your teammates?" And I'm like, "What?" So I start getting on the phone and I'm calling people and they tell me about Brooke and and uh I can just think about all the times we laughed together. You know, just coming into the locker room, getting ready for practice, we're laughing about something. And so he was always jovial. He was all he always had good spirits even when he got hit in that in that I think it was a Wyoming game when he kind of lacerated his ribs. He still he was tough enough to continue, and so he was he was a tough guy. Brooke Berenger had everything that you can have in a quarterback, and so I think he was you know of course cut off too short, not on our time but but the big man's time but uh great guy man i m- I miss Brooke to this day, like
2: that <laughs> that that puts that puts air in the room yeah, because it takes us closer to i mean he's a legend like he's your mm-hmm. boy. But to most people listening, he's a legend. Like, they, they know more of the legend of him. Um, but my goodness gracious, man, yeah. to be able to tell that story. And the, and the person, because we, we knew more about the football player than we did the person. I, I love knowing about who the people were behind, behind the jersey numbers.
1: Oh, dude, he, he would sign autographs. I think that's the one thing that's missing, you know, from this, this genre of, of kids that's down at Nebraska now. He would sign autographs, man, until the last person dropped. He didn't stop, you know, and say, okay, I'm tired. He just kept <laughs> he just kept going. Now, he could have, but he didn't. And then, and then, could you imagine the perseverance to sit behind Tommy? Not, we ain't talking about one or two games. We're talking about three or four or five years mm-hmm. behind the same guy. You know what I mean? And then when he got his chance, he made the most of the opportunity that he was given because there was no drop-off. You got to think about that. What what was it? Uh, was it the Miami game when we played both of them? Or was yeah, it at halftime. Yeah, and so you got to think yeah. about how how can you play two quarterbacks who play at a high level because they both threw touchdown passes, who throw up, who plays at a high level that's just unheard of.
2: And didn't burn it down at, at all. Well. Yeah, because he had the opportunity. Yeah, so. Wow, that's that's good stuff. Uh, what so? What else is in this collection? Let's go. Okay, through.
1: so we 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 got like I said, Nate Turner, Buffalo Bills. We got Tyrone Bird, uh, four time black shirt cornerback. Got into a really really bad accident right before I think the draft, and, mm-hmm. and so he's he owns a uh, a uh, insurance company now. Okay. you know he's selling all types of different insurance in three different states. You know so. Uh, doing very, very well for himself. I look forward to definitely talking to him and getting his insight on what it took to be a four-time black shirt. I mean, that means he played as a true freshman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just to to hear his insight. And then he played in that, you know, that 87, to 88, 89. Those years, man, if you looked at the the football players. I don't, Nick, have you seen the, the poster of those black shirts? Not sure. Okay, we got to bring one in. That's one of my little deals I got, too, is a – Black, a, a, a picture of the black shirts when they were just all. I think we have the jacked.
2: the ninety seven. It looked like yes ninety six ninety seven. Ninety six ninety seven, where it looked like everybody just they didn't know there was a video uh, like a photo shoot. Yeah, and some of them had on long socks, some of them had on short socks. Jay Foreman Jay, don't have a neck. Jay, Jay looked like he didn't have a neck. <laughs> he looked straight <laughs> straight milk dud straight state, milk dud steak <laughs> neck. Right, right, right. It was it was right there. And, and yeah, so we've seen we've had the pictures in here somewhere. It's in here somewhere. Yeah, because yeah. um, we had it there. So let's go into the collection again. So so, so you got so some, then you got
1: and you also have Keith McCann. Okay, quarterback, 1991. Of course, you know Mickey Joseph was here at the time. I think Mickey was they 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 battled. They came in together, so they battled back and forth. You know what I mean? And Keith McCann, I mean, if you see him right now, he'd be like, he can still play. I mean, six four, bricked up. He's coaching football now, working in the working in the school systems now. <laughs> Um, what school system? He's in Lincoln. In, he's Omaha? In, no, he's in the, like the Dallas, the Grand Prairie. Okay, area. okay, yeah, okay. So okay. Got a son. But Nate and and Keithan both have a son that may be going to Wayne State. Mm-hmm. That the transfer portal. Okay, they both both of them said this. The transfer portal has kind of destroyed or or, or railroaded their recruiting. Well, young guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the kind of thing for
2: parents. To get into Division One, you either have to be four- or five-star or be lucky because coaches are going to the transfer portal to get
1: replacements yeah. and, and getting known quantities. Well, now you got, you've got college-free agents. Yeah. These are just college-free agents. Yeah. It just destroyed the entire class of 21, if you ask me, because if I can go out and get a, a, a college-free agent who's been there, he kind of understands what college life is about, I kind of want to go get that guy.
2: Well, think of what Nebraska did at the receiver position, and they went into the portal and got some more ituri. They weren't going to be able to recruit or sign anybody who could have contributed at that level. Like, that's the reality. That's a, that, that's, that's a simple truth. They're sitting here this year with a quarter where – they've got quarterbacks in, the, in, in place. But in the transfer portal, look, if you're trying to replace Adrian Martinez, like, you're not trying to be better than Logan Smothers. You're trying to replace – you're also trying to replace – Adrian Martinez, and that production. And you can't do that with a high school player. Hey, you, do
1: you think, though, they, you, when you say not replacing the Logan Smothers, you mean that we're basically going out and having to find someone who's better than Logan Smothers. How much is Martinez better than Logan Smothers? Let's just get that Well across. Well, from the mouth
2: of
0: the coaching staff well, themselves, it, it wasn't even close. And, and against Purdue, it didn't matter if Adrian threw four interceptions. It was still, he was still your best option. Allegedly. I I, don't, I beg to differ a little bit. I beg to differ. Why didn't I, they put him in? Well, I don't know
1: why they didn't put yeah. him in. They should have. Because at the end of the day, if you keep making the same mistake, I have to – not that I'm going to go all the way from Martinez, mm-hmm. but I would have to put him on the bench and get another guy in just to make an example. Hey, you're not bigger yeah. than the team. And if you make these mistakes that are costing, we call them trip interruptions, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you're on a trip, right, you're going to Texas, right? the tire blows. That's a trip in a rush. If it's cold, you're really interrupted, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to score. It's 14-14. You're going to go ahead, touchdown. You throw in a triple coverage or you put the ball on the ground. You don't uh, run through somebody to get the first down. That to me is not necessarily, I can't put him so far ahead of Smothers that he's he's just blowing them out the doors. Well, but is that what we is, is that what we're talking about?
2: Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I, I guess
0: I guess my whole point. Well,
2: because is- think about it this way: Scott Frost, Matt Lubick, and company saw these guys every day, every day, and they put them through several tests every day. Now, I'll preface this by saying every. QB coach that I've talked to in the country loves Logan's mothers. Loves him. I was considered being a a Logan hypist before the season started. That's how much I thought of Logan's mothers. But they saw him every day and said, "What we see every day, we don't trust, we don't believe
1: in, or we're afraid of." I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, checkmate that and say there's a guy named Max. Dugat. Who's he play for? TCU. Okay. From Council Bluffs. Okay. Not, he, he might as well be from Omaha because we ain't next Council Bluffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right in our backyard that went to TCU. That who would you say is better? Amart or Dugan? Right now, at this junction.
2: I think I'm, it, I'm in the wrong school because I'm still gonna go with Martinez.
0: Really, I, I would as well. I think it depends what you're trying to do. They asked Adrian Martinez to be Superman every single game, and and he kind of had to be. And, he, and remember, he don't
2: have A- – doesn't have TCU type receiver speed mm-hmm. track program uh, to work from to draw
1: dudes. They, the, they don't have the. They're running that offense though.
2: You're running that offense, but you're not running. You're not shopping with the same groceries. Look, we can take. We can all go get hamburger potatoes. Uh, tomatoes, we can go through and get our stuff, don't mean it's going to come out of the kitchen the same
1: way. <laughs> I, I'd agree with that. But you. But at the end of the day, okay, when we're, we're talking about game managers, mm-hmm. quarterbacks, and that's something I definitely want to talk to Keith McCann about. You have to be a game manager. You're a coach on the field, okay? That means you can't afford to make mistakes mm-hmm. because the ball is in your hand. If you make those critical mistakes, it'll cost you what? Six games? Well, I, but Five I, you, games? But,
2: but isn't the decision-making for coaches that if you make – you say trip trip interrupters. It's the difference between getting a flat tire because you ran over a nail and it blew out versus you not checking the, the air pressure before you got there. Different same, – same situation. Different causes and a different response was required. Like one is your fault. One is a controllable. One is a, just a victim of the trip that you're on. The other thing is, hey, you just didn't care enough to do the right thing to make sure that this thing didn't happen. There's a difference in throwing an interception in, in the triple coverage and you being strip sacked. Four years.
1: Behind. We're four years, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking four years now mm-hmm. that, that, that A-Mart's been here, right? How do you not – have a backup quarterback. That's a whole Bingo. other conversation. How do you oh, not that's have a That's a whole different, that's well, a whole different well, conversation. That, no, that's the same conversation because we're talking about the same school who let a guy, if you make those types of mistakes, you I'm not saying that he wasn't the best guy, but he's not the best guy if he's gonna turn the ball over in the worst times. Well, listen, if
2: Duggan was required to play in the Big Ten Conference against mm-hmm. those defenses in the winter with the talent that was around Adrian Martinez here at Nebraska, guess what? He ain't going to win as
1: much. I don't know because you, you would have had to build with, with Max. Max didn't just go to TCU. He started as a true freshman. Dude. And he's gotten better every Dude. year. Who was coaching him? Doesn't matter. He who, got better is he every to? year. Who was he throwing to? No,
2: the team uh, got it, better. It, the team got better.
1: He got better too. Uh,
2: listen, it's much easier for you to come in here and do radio with me than it is for you to come in here and do radio by yourself. I agree. That's the Adrian situation and the Duggan situation. Sometimes it's the environment that you put yourself in that allows you to succeed and grow. Look, I'm all for Smothers being, getting getting every opportunity mm-hmm. due to him. I'm all for riding Adrian because I understood how many things they put on Adrian's back and asked him to do yeah. that should not have been asked of him. Duggan, look, I'm celebrating that dude because he, he left here and went to TCU and balled out, got in a situation – Grow where you're playing it. All of that stuff is in play for him. I still ask the question, though, because sometimes it's situation and circumstance. I'm not going to dog Adrian for getting beat up in a war zone with not much support. That's that's my thing. How, how
1: do you get beat up in a war zone and you break every record in the history of Nebraska football? But he
2: did look, this this is the conversation Jay Foreman and I were having earlier. Is it Wins, or is it individual production trying to win? Because you've got to figure out what the priority focus is and then how you're going to execute it. Like, it's one thing to say you need to win 10 games in the Big Ten Conference then you better know how mm-hmm. and then you got to look at your personnel and say am i allowing them to do what they what what I, what I need them to do to win ten games or am i asking them to do things that's going to almost lead to a guaranteed not winning a 10 games mm-hmm. because i'm putting too much on
1: it like that's coaching that's leadership me is I, to say i would agree with that like, i do agree it, it starts with coaching mm-hmm. but 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 uh, but i also think that you can't make bonehead decisions in the worst times. I I I am just I'm, I'm You can all of that's true. I'm yeah. a big time fan of that and, and all I true. and I still think mm-hmm. as a coach, if I'm the coach, okay? Uh-huh. We're talking to the coach, uh-huh. the, the two coaches. Uh-huh. If I'm a coach, after you make the second mistake, for sure. First mistake, mm-hmm. I'm in your face, uh-huh. okay? Second mistake, I got to I'll allow gotta... you to make that mistake, but I'm sitting your butt
0: down for a series. And we've seen that. If you go back to 2 seasons ago now, they benched Adrian for a moment. Brought in Luke McCaffrey, went back to Adrian, he responded well. This season, they didn't do that. After all the mistakes, crucial mistakes he made week after week, they didn't even give Logan Smothers a chance. And then they go in and they say the reason Logan's not finding playing time or is just because he hasn't had enough experience. There's been opportunities to get him experience, and they still chose to stick with Adrian. Logan Smothers should have beat Iowa. Had
1: we had a better game plan. If we don't – think about the plays that Logan Smothers – messed up in that mm-hmm. game, okay? Very, very pitiful, pivotal times in the game, but we're backed up. We're on our four yard line. Here's the reason why we need a fullback. We're on our four yard, and we need to get underneath the center. Coming from we fullback. We're on run. Our- the ball run the ball you're on even if you still control the game you still control the game okay you go and you put logan smothers in a position where you have logan smothers the freshman who's played up until this point a great game yeah right you put him backed up and you said hey drop back and throw a, throw a pass not, hey, no, no, if no, you no, get no, in no, trouble, no. step up in the pocket. No, no, no. Re, re, right there. It's a program
2: of leadership that kept asking people to do things that they were not either trained, developed, or prepared to do. Like, And then threw them on the bus and said, why do you keep doing that? Everything that shows up on Saturday is a result of things that are taught and developed before that. And allowed. Look, like all that stuff. We got two calls on, the, on, on on Honda Lincoln and Hotline. Let's get these two because I'm loving this stuff. Come on, Eric. Let's bring them in. Hey, how you doing? Nick, what's up?
3: Okay, so you're sitting here talking about Martinez and Frost. Well, Frost is the guy who passed on the kid that went to LSU and won a national championship and is playing for the Bengals. Facts. Because he said, I already have a quarterback. Facts. So, he thinks Martinez is better than that kid. Wrong. Now, he puts in – you've got Smothers playing against Iowa. He makes one mistake on a fumble, and instead of staying with the kid, they just turtle the game plan in the fourth quarter and then do what you were talking about at the goal line where – Instead of running the ball, you drop back in the end zone with a line that can't block and a kid that's not used to that circumstance, that's on Frost. And then when the guy doesn't develop anybody, he brings his quarterback coach in who he fired. Okay, so this quarterback coach you stuck with for four years now apparently wasn't good enough to develop talent, and you cut him loose. And you wonder why people are questioning the decisions about quarterbacks? Tell it. No, Boom. this is on fraud. Ta- ta- this is man. on those guys making those decisions, and I think Smothers could be a pretty decent quarterback. Preach. He's better than Purdy. He's higher hey, than Purdy I'm, coming out of high school. I'm take listen.
1: As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. I would Smothers would have been in the game. Thanks, Eric.
0: Week two.
1: I don't disagree with that.
2: He would have been in the game. game.
0: Here's a question, real quick, before we get to to Russ, Russ. <laughs> Iowa. Did the coaching staff panic? I, I'm not gonna say panic. They just got out coached. You didn't. You didn't panic. You didn't know what to
1: do in this situation. Well, because not, if you're winning in this situation, guess what I'm doing? I'm throwing the ball so, to number eleven. Okay, mm-hmm. that's first. He's gonna catch fifteen balls for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're gonna. He's gonna be right over the middle. I'm gonna tell my six nine tight end. Nice and simple. You sit there five yards. Martinez, forget looking down the field. If mm-hmm. after you look down the field, nothing's there. You look to your second read, nothing's there. You
0: drop the ball off to number 11 and call mm-hmm. it a day. So then how many times over the last four years can you look at losses that Nebraska should have won and say they got outcoached? Every one of them. <laughs>
1: this right. is not a game that, Listen, you just, don't win. Just curious. You don't –
3: Troublemaker. Don't, I'm just
1: saying – Troublemaker. At the end of the day, the guys who make the follow the money, follow the money, follow the money, the guys who make the big bucks – are the ones who have to be responsible. So if you lose a game, it is not on the players. These are young men. They're matter of fact, some of them are still, when they come to Nebraska, they're teenagers. They're looking to be guided to do the right thing in all situations because they're leaving their homes as teenagers. They've been we've been in school till to 12th grade. They haven't got a lot of home training, don't know how to fill out a checkbook, don't know how to do anything for themselves for the most part, and then we put them in to these universities, and then we say, hey, all we want you to do is play football. No, you got to dig a little bit deeper. You got to show them a little bit more as far as being men and stepping up to the plate and, and accepting responsibilities for the actions. Let's get Russ in here real quick before we go break.
3: What's up, Russ? <clears throat> hey, not too much. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Um, just real quickly, i want to preface this by saying that I like Adrian Martinez, but I think Frost put him above the team. And uh, whenever he made mistakes, um, he got to stay in, and the other guys are busting their butt, and they make a mistake, and they get pulled out. So I think Frost is going back to his playing days and realized that he didn't think he got treated fairly in the beginning. And so he's going to give Martinez every opportunity
1: Wait a minute, too right. many
3: opportunities. And uh, I think he put Martinez above the team. And I, still, I think that's why the team didn't respond all the time because they felt like they, could, they couldn't they could make a mistake, but he could do whatever he wanted to. and He was a teacher's pet. So that's that's how I see it. I, I'll put it on Scott. Thanks, Russ.
1: Appreciate it, Russ. I was going to say something. I was going to ask Russ something, but he got off. Sorry, Russ. But I was going to ask him because I wanted him to elaborate a little bit more on you know, he was talking about Scott when he played mm-hmm. and, and no, thinking but we're that he all got about, a, We, a we all coach. Deal. Look, well,
2: I can speak to this simply. We coach based on the way we were coached and the way we played. Like you as a player, if you were going to go coach, you're going to coach based on how you were coached to either represent that or go as far away from it as humanly possible. Oh, wow. If you were in a tough coaching situation, you were not going to be that kind of coach. You weren't going to do it. If you were treated well, you're going to work from that. Scott is absolutely a product of his 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 playing experience. That's how that works. We're you know, all wired got, that got, but way. But you
1: got to think though. No, Scott went to Stanford coming out. I mean, I, the,
2: no, but but,
1: but the experiences but, but, was because of, of of way he what he did. It didn't have anything to do with the fact that had he come to Nebraska and then kind of had to go through a whole bunch of stuff at Nebraska, that'd be different. But you went to Stanford first, came back. Oh, he took heat when he got back. Of course. And the fact that he
2: ultimately received love after that. He persevered through it. Right? So, again, that's part of the coach that he is now, is that an understanding that sometimes quarterbacks can be misunderstood. Sometimes quarterbacks can be asked to do things they shouldn't be asked to do. And in the end, that he wants – Scott's still a quarterback. He's still a quarterback and he's
1: going to identify who his guy So we'll throw the break. Tell them who's coming next. We got the big Nate the Skate Turner coming up. Buffalo Bills and former Husker coming at you.